Come, my lady. Come, come, my lady. Hello. Come, my podcast. Come, come, my podcast. Yeah, that's right. Come one, come all to the Harland Highway podcast. You have arrived. I am here to guide you down the road. My name is Harland Williams, and this is my podcast, and you are on it. Glad to have you here uh, all kinds of stuff to talk about today. We're going to be talking about jewelry. Do you wear it? Do you wear too much of it? Do you what do you what do you wear it for? What 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 is what are your motives? Your jewelry motives? Um, we're going to get into the art of telling jokes. Okay, some people just uh, have this recipe for joke telling that I can't stand. We're going to talk about it, uh, and then we're going to get into something a little more sexy. Sexy. We're going to talk about sexual sense. And when I don't when I say sense, I don't mean your mind, I mean smells. A lot of smells going on during sex. We're going to get into that. And then we're going to talk about your mouth. Are you a potty mouth? Do you swear? Do you swear you don't swear? Well, we're going to be talking about if you swear too much and when is swearing appropriate and not appropriate. How about right now? You are on the GD Harland Highway! Welcome to the Harland Highway. Please go away and leave me alone. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. <laughs> Man, keep it going. Love the show. You're hilarious. My blanket, my blue blanket, give me my blue you're riding down the Harlan Highway. It's the Harlan Highway. Have you checked the children? Hey, Harlan, it's Charlie from Pennsylvania calling. Me, 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 me. I'm glad I am a Harlan Highway listener. Because that is what I'm really glad to be. But if you were a Harland Highway listener, I know that you are messed up just like me. Thanks for the highway. Well, how about that? A little uh, singing from a uh, a highway onion. If I is that is that the new term? I'm a highway onion. No, I don't like that. That's a little. I don't know. Maybe you guys should think of one. Right, if you're a uh, if you're on the Harland Highway, you should maybe we need a term for ourselves, right? So we can identify each other right away. Uh, highway Onion is too long. It sounds like a space creature. As they looked to the sky, the Highway Onion hovered over the city. Everybody ran for shelter, except for the children with the nubs for legs. Um. So, yeah, why don't you uh, come up with a name that we can collectively call ourselves, and that'll put an end to that. But thank you for the song from Pennsylvania. What a treat. What a treat. What a treat. And speaking of treats, um, is it a treat when you make love to your partner and uh, how do I put this delicately? It freaking stinks. <laughs> I couldn't put it delicately, so I just went for it. I guess what I'm asking is how many of you gentlemen Febreze 
your lover before you what i'm just asking i mean you know sometimes odors collect sometimes it gets smelly guys wouldn't it be nice if you could just febreze the inner thigh of your girl you know just get that little hold still baby hold still what are you doing what are you doing i I just got something here what is this a new toy no it's a what is that Febreze. Psh, ow! Um, but think of the upside. I mean, and, and I don't want to get too graphic here, but this is a human function. This is something that everyone listening does. There's a little practice called cunnilingus when a man goes down on a woman and pleasures her, right? But imagine, ladies, and imagine, guys, if when a man went down there, it smelled like a basket of fresh laundry. I mean, come on. What what human being just doesn't want to stick their head in a basket of fresh laundry and... Right? It just smells so good. It just smells... It's just so refreshing. So, ladies, don't don't get too insulted. Um, and on the other side of the coin, ladies, come on, I'm going to get a little graphic again. How many of your men have nut stank? All right. How many, how many of your men, you go down to work on him. Fellatio, I believe is the term. I hate those terms. Cunnilingus and fellatio sound like a couple of German professors, don't they? I say that, Cunnilingus. I think I have discovered something. What have you got there, Felatio? I don't know, but I think it's a G-spot. Uh, but sometimes, ladies, I'm sure you get down there, and it probably smells like Campbell's mushroom soup. <laughs> okay? Oh, what a way to start the show. After that nice, beautiful song and right into this topic, but it needs to be dealt with. And so how many of you ladies have bought one of those, you know, at the car store, at the car wash. They sell those little, they look like little mini pine trees, and you hang them on your rearview mirror, right? How many of you ladies have hung a pine tree air freshener on your husband or boyfriend's a winkledy doodly do Because it is probably the perfect place to hang it. And then you're in there, and it's like an ice forested scent, and it's piney, and it's nice. I don't know. It's just a suggestion. It's food for thought. And just trying to keep it clean. (laughs) Hey, this is Herman. Herman at 1313 Mockingbird Lane. I'd like to order some Chinese food. I know you can deliver. I would like to have a order of egg rolls and uh, some high some fried rice and some uh, sweet and sour sweet and sour soup and a order of uh, sweet and sour shrimp. And let me tell you, I'd like to have for the final order some chicken chow mein. A kiss on the hand. 
may be quite continental, but diamonds are a girl's best friend. I don't know. I don't do much of the jewelry thing, man. I just, it just doesn't feel right on me. I, I feel like it gets in the way. I can't wear a watch. If I wear a watch, I'm always looking at it. You know, every three minutes, I try to guess the time. I'm like, I become like Rain Man. You know, I'll be walking along. Okay, I bet it's 3.18. I look at my watch. Yep, 3.18. Do, 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 do. And I keep going. Yeah, I bet, I bet it's uh, I bet it's 3.20. Yeah, 3.20. Yeah, yeah 3.21. Yeah, I got to check my watch. Yeah, yeah, I'm turning into Rain Man. Yeah, I bet it's 3.22 now because I've been rambling on so long. Yeah, 3.22. Yeah, 3.22. Oh, look. Yeah, it's 3.22. And then, I don't know, some some guys get too flashy with the jewelry. You see the guys that do it too much, or they wear something and it just doesn't work. Too many chains. They either look like uh, someone from The Sopranos, or they, they look like someone from The Sopranos uh, had a baby with Mr. T. It's like a walking jewelry store. Or I always think it's funny when you see, like, younger guys. Guys that aren't quite men yet. They're, like, maybe, like, uh, 18, 21. And they're flashing, like, big rings and <laughs> big giant rings. Their fingers haven't even completely grown yet. They got these giant rings. Yo, what's up, man? Yeah, okay there, Sarah Coventry. Try and lift your hand. That ring looks a little heavy. I think you can get your hand up over your shoulder. That big chunk of gold there, hot shot. What do you make a year at Taco Bell? A uh, couple of mil? Is that what that ring's worth, huh? Yeah, nice try. You were riding down the Harland Highway. Bling, bling. And I got a bit of a beef with you ladies out there with the jewelry, okay? Guys, how many times have you bumped into a girl, right? You meet a girl for the first time, or it's a girl you kind of know, or she's hanging around in the group, and uh, she's clearly got a ring on her wedding finger, right? And so at some point, you know, maybe you're out at a club, and you meet them, or you're at a social event or whatever, and you go, oh, you're married, cool. She goes, no, no, I'm not married. And I'm like, oh, uh, well, there's... Uh, on your f- wedding finger there, there's a, yeah, I know, it's not real. Oh, um, yeah, you know, it's just so the guys don't hit on me. I'm, I'm, you know, so they think I'm taken. And I'm like, whoa, wait a minute, what? Yeah, you know, I get guys hitting on me all the time. So this is my way, you know, to let them know I'm taken and, uh, you know. So first of all, my first problem is who the hell do you think you are? Marilyn Monroe. Like you think you're that hot and spicy that you gotta wear the uh you gotta wear the deflection ring? And believe me, I bumped into a few girls who really aren't top shelf uh pickings, okay? I've I've met a few low rent girls that, you know, uh, the only thing they should have on their finger is probably an onion ring. <laughs> You know, I mean, come on, man. Not a little conceited, a little pompous to uh, assume you're you're that hot that you need a you need a marriage ring deflector. Okay, and then you got to remember, there's guys out there that see a ring and they're like they're like asses and they have no respect for any boundaries, and they have no respect for uh, you know. 
the institution of marriage or relationship. Oh, man, that chick's got a ring. Yeah, well, now I want to get into her pants even more, man. That's like a challenge to me, man. It's like, grow up, dudes. You know? So there you go. It's the, the It just drives me nuts to see that whole decoy ring thing, man. You know? You'd never see a dude wearing the decoy wedding ring. It's like, hey, Bill, did you uh, did you get married on the weekend, man? Oh, no, man. It's just, uh, you know, I've been getting too much tail, and the uh, last thing I want is a, a hot chick hitting on me wanting to go home and have, uh, you know, gratuitous sex all night, man. Oh, so what's with the wedding ring? Well, you know, that's just, uh, you know, that's like, stay away, you know, I'm taking... Uh, I don't do it, you know. Can you picture a guy doing that? I don't think so, man. I just don't think it would ever happen. And girls are the same. Hey, don't don't think the guys are only the naughty guys. Okay? I was married once. I used to wear a ring. Okay? A lot of, a lot of the girls uh, used to look at that as a challenge, too. They always blame the guys for being like the little piggies in the uh, in in the duo between men and women, but uh uh-uh. the ladies can be just as aggressive, just as horny, just as conniving, just as competitive, just as manipulative. The ladies got just as much game as the boys. So, uh, you know, why don't you all just uh, you know? play ring around the rosy and uh, hold hands and then everyone's just connected. <laughs> Probably the worst ending to a bit I've ever done, but I had to get out of it somehow. <laughs> you know what I hate about joke tellers, the average guy who's not a professional comedian? This is how their joke always goes. Okay, man, listen, you got to hear this joke, all right? These three guys walk into a bar. Okay, right? So it's always three guys. It's always three something. Three monkeys walk into a zoo, right? It's always three of something, right? And then it's like, they all do the same thing. All right, the first guy walks in and he puts an orange on his head. Okay, and the bartender says, ba-boom-boom. Boom. And then the second guy walks in and puts an orange on his head. The bartender says, ba-boom-boom. Boom. Then the third guy walks into the bar. He puts a grapefruit on his head, and the bartender says, What can I get you? Okay, there's no joke there, but I'm making a point. Why is there always three beats? Why is all that time wasted? The first guy does exactly what the third guy does, yet we got to hear about the second guy and the first guy. Why don't we just cut those two idiots out and go right to the third guy and we still get the same joke. And then the third guy walked in and he goes, ba-boom-boom. Just save all that time. Who came up with the three beats thing, man? Driving me nuts. Be funny in one beat or don't be funny at all. There, I said it. Okay, so how about uh, you're saying, well, Harlan, this is complicated stuff. You're a comedian. You do it professionally. How are how are we mere mortals supposed to understand what you're saying? Okay, fine. I'm going to give you I'm going to give you an everyman joke. I actually love this joke, all right? 
It's real easy. There's no first guy. Actually, the joke's about a bear, just so we're crystal clear, okay? There's no first bear coming in and doing the exact same thing. There's no second bear coming in and doing the exact same thing. It's just one bear walks in and does his thing. You get to the punchline quickly. It's cute. It's funny. You can tell this one at the office. Ready? Here it is. A bear walks into a bar. He walks up to the bartender, slaps a 20 down on the bar, and says, Bartender, give me a gin and tonic. And the bartender looks at the bear and says, Hey, what's with the big paws? Get it? Because I put a big pause in between gin and tonic. And bears have big paws. See, it's cute. It's funny. You know you're going to tell it. How many of you are not not going to tell that joke? If you tell me you're not going to tell it, you're a liar. And just so you got it clear, I'm going to do it again because I know you're all going to tell it. Bear walks into a bar, walks up to the bartender, slaps down a $20 bill on the bar and says, Bartender! Give me a gin and tonic. Bartender looks at the bear and says, hey, what's with the big paws? <laughs> See, even telling it, I laugh. It's, And I'm a professional, folks. Okay, I'm a professional funny guy. I'm a professional funny guy. And even I was laughing at the bartender joke. So there you go. You got to tell it to your friends. Maybe I'll tell it one more time as Christopher Walken, a bear, walks into a bar, slaps a $20 bill down on the bar, looks at the bartender and says, bartender, give me a gin and tonic. The bartender looks at the bear and says, Hey, what's with the big paws? (laughs) And you know what sucks about that? I just told that joke three times. Remember what I was... (laughs) Remember what I was telling you earlier about how I hate the three beats? And there I go. I didn't do the other two bears. I went to one bear, but then I freaked it up. By telling it three times. What an idiot. Maybe I'm not such a professional after all. I'm going to go get a gin and tonic. <sighs> you lying piece of sack of slut trash cans. Scummiest dirtbag. Bitch. How many of you swear out there, man? Raise your right hand and swear. No, I mean swear. Like profanity. Let me hear you swear, man. I solemnly do swear. Yeah, not feel good. Just letting out a dump truck full of curse words. You're going through your daily routine. Something interferes with your progress, and you're like, And don't ever take my seat on the bus again, Granny. 
Yeah. Even religious people do it, man. That's the funny stuff. You know, the prim and proper guy that goes to church every every week, maybe three times a week, the Ned Flanders, Oakley doakley neighbor, tiddly-doo. You know, you love it when your parents or someone who's not supposed to be swearing does it, you know? Never does anything wrong, and then all of a sudden you see him, like, stub his toe or slam his, slam his finger on the car door. Sometimes people use the Lord's name in vain, man. You know, when they when they hurt themselves. Oh, sweet son of God. I wonder what Jesus did, man. If he ever stubbed his toe, right? He like hits his toe on his bedpost. Whose name does he yell? He's just a jump. Ow! Oh, me, me, ow, me. Ow, 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 me, 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 me. You were riding down the Harland Highway. What I really hate is when you, you see a guy that swear that, that you don't ever expect to swear and they shouldn't swear. You know, like you, you meet a guy or a girl for the first time, right? And maybe, uh, you know, it's your first time meeting with a new lawyer or maybe it's a new business guy or maybe it's someone who's dressed really well. Somehow you've got a a picture of them in your mind. You've got a vision of what they're like and they're in a very professional setting or they've got a certain uh, decorum about them or they've got a reputation or they've got a name and you just have a, an expectation that they're going to be, uh, you know, be respectful, and they're gonna they're gonna uh, have a good English, and all of a sudden they let out like a swear word, and you're just kind of like, whoa, what? You're my lawyer, dude. You can't be saying that. What the f? Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! Look, I'm an attorney. I've I'm a professional. I'm a 68 year old man. I've got gray hair. I wear a seven thousand dollars suit. I've got a Beautiful oak wood office, and what the f- Hey, 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 I don't want to hear that out of you. Right? Or you're at your doctor, you know, you're at a professional doctor's office, and uh, you're like, hey, doc, how am I looking? He goes, well, I got to tell you, we got the x-rays back, and uh, you've got one of the biggest- uh, Hey, 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 gallbladder stones I've ever seen. I mean, this thing is a mother- Whoa, 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 whoa. You're my doctor. What are you, the Hells Angels uh, medical guy? What's with the foul language? And where it really rubs you the wrong way, at least me, I got to tell you, I'm I'm still kind of a guy that believes in good manners. Look, I'm all for a good cuss word when you're out, you know, on a road trip through the desert with your buddies or you're playing golf with your buddies. Sure, let them fly, but... You know, when you're around a lady, you uh, you try and, uh, you know, have a civil tongue, show a little respect, be a gentleman, although a lot of people have forgotten that stuff. And, um, and uh, sometimes you get the women that do it. You know, you meet a professional lady, and she's in a in a beautiful, uh, you know, skirt and a blouse. She's wearing uh, nylons and... She's in a professional setting. She's an executive, and you're you're like, wow, this lady, you know, she's 
obviously smart. She's probably got some money. She's very sexy. I like the way she dresses. And then she's like, hey, Harland, how are you today? And you're like, hey, I'm doing great, Mrs. So-and-so. And she goes, well, yeah, I wish this weather could be a little f- better. It's pissing like a... Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm just saying that goddamn rain is really f***ing up my... Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was hot for you about three seconds ago, and now... Ugh. So I'm just saying, watch watch where you, you drop your swearing in and out, man. And, you know, language still matters. And what I really hate is when you get a guy that's kind of, you know, he's not a cool guy, but he'll drop in uh, an, uh, an F-bomb or something because maybe he thinks it elevates his level of cool. And so he uses it as kind of a cool factor, like he doesn't smoke and he doesn't do drugs, but... You know, he'll just be talking about something really mundane and dropping a big fat swear word. You're like, whoa, whoa, what the hell? And it, somehow it takes the polish off of their professionalism. You're like, man, this guy's like a hotshot professor at a college. I mean, this guy's, yeah, what the f did you do this weekend? You're like, oh, God, okay, he's a, he's a chump. So I'm just saying... Use them carefully. Watch when you use them. I'll tell you a little story, and I always regret that I didn't step up to the plate. But I was doing a, uh, you know, I was taping a pilot once for a uh, some kind of reality show, right? And uh, we we're doing this thing where it was these hidden cameras, and I was sitting in the booth. We we're all hidden in a booth. And we had some people set up in a restaurant, and we had cameras everywhere, and we were... We had a guy in the restaurant with a microphone in his ear, and the director of all the seven hidden cameras was, like, yelling out commands in his ear. And I was on a microphone kind of doing the play-by-play, sitting right beside him. And behind me was, like, ten executives from one of the big networks, right? And I think about four or five of these individuals were women, and I'm sitting there doing my thing, uh, you know, very aware that there's, uh, you know, important executives behind me and that there's women in the room. And the director guy sitting beside me was, uh, you know, trying to shine in front of these people, trying to show them, you know, what a what an in-control guy he was and what a, you know, what kind of, uh, you know, macho uh, kind of control dude he was. And so he's sitting on his microphone yelling at the our actor on the scene with the plug in his ear. He's going, come on, step over there. Come on, move the fuck over there. Come on, now, what, what are you fucking doing? What are you fucking, back up, back the fuck up, back. The, okay, don't let him see you. Don't, don't let him turn around. Don't let the fucking guy turn around. What the fuck are you doing? What the fuck, okay? He just kept going on and on, and I was getting really annoyed. And I really regret that I never just turned to the guy and said, dude, shut your fat face. Do you not see there are women here? Not only are you annoying my ass, okay, you're probably annoying everyone else's ass. You're showboating. If they weren't here, you probably wouldn't be doing all this. And have a little respect, man. It's a hidden camera TV show, okay? Just because you're uh, kind of running the room, running the shots, doesn't give you the right to uh, drop all this profanity in the lap of uh, women who are present. 
And I always regret that I never just turned around to the guy and said, would you knock it off? Can't you see there's ladies here? And I learned from that, man. If it ever happened again, I will. Because I was raised not to do that crap, you know? Um, so, you know, life has its little regrets. That was one of them. I doubt uh, any of them are listening to this. But if you are, I apologize for not intervening. <sighs> And cleaning up the airspace. There, I said it. Now, speaking of airspace, we are out of airspace. This is the worst part of the podcast where we always come to the end of the show. But some quick announcements. If you want to catch the kid, me, uh, doing my thing, doing some stand-up comedy uh, this weekend, you can catch me March 24th, 25th, and uh, 26th in Salt Lake City, Utah. I will be at a club called Wise Guys. Uh, on Thursday night, I will be in the Ogden Room. There is a city or town called Ogden, Ogden or something like that. Ogden. And then on Friday and Saturday, I will be at the Wise Guys in West Valley Village. So they got two clubs in the same city, one at each end of the city. Uh, make sure you call and get your tickets reserved. I usually sell out at this place, man. This is one of my hot spots. Um, and all the information is uh, on my website, harlemwilliams.com. Uh, check out my stand-up schedule. Hope to see you out there, man. It is going to be a good, good time, playa. Um... And then don't forget to check out the uh, harlandwilliams.com uh, uh, web store for all kinds of books and DVDs and CDs and all that fun stuff. And don't forget to drop me a line. You can write me at harlandwilliams.com. I may read your letter on the show. And as you can hear, I love playing your phone call messages um, if I like them. Yeah, that's right. I get to pick and choose because I'm the host. But if you want to give it a shot, you might hear yourself here on the Harland Highway, 888-500-2090. That's 888-500-2090. Leave me a message. Let me know what's on your mind. And uh, that's it. That's all the time we have for today. I'm so sorry. Keep thinking of that term I asked about earlier. The Harland Highwayans or the Double Hers or whatever. See if you can come up with a term. And uh, until next time, chicken chow main, baby.